welcome to iGuru Podcast, ang podcast na para sa guro at tungkol sa guro. Season 2. Kumakapromote. <laughs> Anyway, we are now at episode 6 and the title of this episode is Understanding Mindfulness. All right. Uh, mindfulness nowadays is has been used in an educational domain. You know, without us realizing that mindfulness is one way of keeping our sanity, keeping ourselves at You know, if we were going to look back or if we're going to look at the bigger perspective, mindfulness happens to be part of the curriculum in most of the school in UK and most of the school in US, all right? And in here in Middle East, we has we have big bullet. Uh, <laughs> we began to embrace that kind of culture. Most of the time, mindfulness has been linked and synonymous to a word, meditation. Well, in fact, if you are going to look deeper, we have different nature of meditation. We have a cleansing meditation. We have a moving meditation. We have a guided meditation. And we have, what else? Transcendental meditation. Of course, a moving meditation is a, a very good example of that is a yoga, which is very popular, by the way, here in uh, Middle East. All right, cleansing meditation is whenever we are under stress or are we are in a panic attack, we normally do this cleansing meditation just to breathe out. Okay, this is with the use of our breath. This is with a purposeful breathing and mindful breathing, which I'm going to take you through a little bit later. And I would like to speak about a little bit about transcendental meditation. This has been uh, shared by one of my favorite DJ, uh, now who is a podcaster now. She is in Utah based, Delamar. According to her, a transcendental meditation is a guided meditation wherein uh, you have to omit a, a, a syllable, all right? You have to conventionize whatever syllable it is. Like, for example, like, um, all right? And eventually, you have to, you have to utter it as you do breathing and breathing. Like, for example, the syllables that I will be using is um, 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 you know, for, for, X amount of time, and you will feel that you are concentrating on your breathing and you are concentrating on the syllables that you are saying. Of course, this syllable should not be broadcasted or shared with others. This is your own mantra, and uh, it is very effective and relaxing because after some time, your mind from conscious will be automatically converted. If it is Really efficient. If you are doing it good, you automatically, in a matter of five minutes or less, you would automatically be transformed into subconscious mind.
Now, what we will be talking about today is about a cleansing and a meditation, uh, cleansing meditation and uh, purposeful, mindful exercise that has something to do with breathing. Uh, we all know that breathing is the main or the key access to our subconscious mind. Okay, let's first talk about what is conscious and conscious mind. We know that when we're, when we're talking about the conscious mind, you know, the conscious, the conscious <laughs> I got stuck there. <laughs> Alright, when, when, when we are talking about the conscious mind, we are talking about this one. I, I'm being conscious, I'm being active, I'm being alive. Uh, the part of the brain that is being used during my, on, uh, on my conscious awareness is the logic, right? And more on reasoning. <laughs> Mali ako na napindot. Yeah. Now, on the other hand, the subconscious mind, this is a bigger space. Subconscious mind is a bigger space. An 80% bigger than conscious mind where all the creativity and emotions are No, what I was trying to say here is the creativity and emotion in the subconscious mind is where it it started. So whenever you are trying to come up with something, have you imagined when you are sleeping and your mind is so active, and when you are going back, or when you are going into deep sleep, you 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 think of many things. You know, pinatawag natin mga shower thought, pinatawag natin bus thought, di ba? And daming mga creativity that's coming into my mind. Also. Whenever we are trying and we, we need to drive our emotions, diba? it all started in our uh, conscious mind. And this is what the mindfulness is trying to teach us. We need to access and we need to transform from conscious to unconscious mind. You know, being in the moment and, you know, and being uh, away from all the stressors that is on in front of us and giving us more space to think and to react from a certain stimulus. Yes. A mindfulness give us a space between a stimulus and response. So, for example, if there is a stimulus has been drawn in front of us, so there is a small space that gives us opportunity. We need, we really need to do a, a mindful moment. Then we, then we'll be able to respond accordingly. And according to neuroscience, uh, thousands of studies that this mindfulness really help us teachers and students to regulate our emotions regulate our executive function this also helps students to perform better in academics and also this will promote also positive behavior we all know that if students is doing good in uh, academic and they have this positive behavior that they are being you know showcased and they are being you know uh being uh, ex, uh, how can I say this? They are being executed. Then uh, there would be no bullying. Bullying happening in the school. So positive behavior is one of the factors that uh, you know decreases the bullying. Well, by the way, that deserves another episode or podcast. Hey, yeah. So uh, talking about uh, mindfulness. All you need to do is for the beginner all you need to do is just to do as a four counts of breathing in 
And as you exhale or breathe out, you need to do it six counts. It doesn't matter if you are breathing in from nose at the same time or mouth. You just have to find out which one is comfortable for you. But ideally, you have to breathe in from your nose and breathe out from your mouth. In order for your breathing moment to be more effective, you have to follow it. Four breathing in, four counts breathing in from your nose, and six breathing out from your mouth. And you know what? If you're going to do it for 10 cycles, you will notice that your heart rate will become lower. Your mind uh, will, will be more relaxed. And you will be ready for the stimulus and get ready uh, for learning for the next 15 to 20 minutes. So this is what the mindfulness gives us. Well, there is different breathing pattern that depending upon you. So this is what only suggested for the beginners that the four and six count. So there are so many breathing patterns. Like for example, take a deep breath in for three counts and you have to hold it for six seconds and breathe out eight counts. So that would be if you know already how to meditate, all right, and be in the moment. You can do, you know, different breathing pattern as your preference. You have to find what is most comfortable with you. There are so many breathing patterns, okay? If you are working with students who is in a primary level, whenever you're doing this mindful moment, make sure that you, you, you will incorporate the imagination teaching. You have to make them imagine that, for example, you are on a magic carpet ride, you are seeing this, 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 you are flying this, 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 you are feeling this, this, this. So you have to come up with a story that will make their imagination works. And at the same time, you have to make them feel that they are responsible for their breathing and for their reactions, right? So that would be my, my, my top consideration or top tips whenever you're working with small adults. Of course, if you are working with, with high school or senior high school, junior high school or senior high school, it is important for them to know properly the techniques, the breathing techniques. You can do different kind of breathing patterns and different breathing techniques. That is in my vlog. You have to go to my vlog there. The title is Understanding Mindfulness. And in there, I have mentioned 10 different techniques that you can choose from and yeah uh there you have it so let me know uh okay to, to close to close this mindfulness if you are working in a progressive school well this mindfulness is for you yes if you are working in a progressive and innovative school which requires a lot of innovation this mindfulness is for you you can have mindfulness as a culture. It takes understanding and practice. We all know that. You know, I have been struggling for my first two years, you know, introducing this mindfulness in my whole school. You know, now we are at the fourth year of this mindfulness and all of my students are aware because we embedded it in our culture. We, you also can embed it and, you know, make this part of your curriculum. You know, when you are transitioning your topics from one to another, when you are dealing with analysis, when you are dealing with critical points of your lesson, you can always put everything down and breathe. So there you have it. I hope you learned something from me today. This has been your iGuru saying thank you very much.